Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. When we do the intro and we list all the things I supposedly am, I'd like Tom to someday, Tom to tell us, you know, rank in order those he finds accurate to inaccurate. For example, would Tom rank, where I'm nice here. Would that be high on the list? I think I'm pretty humble. Hi, Tom. Good morning, Bill. Happy hump day to you. I will let you celebrate that uh, day of the week holiday all by yourself. Like the Miami shirt today represent. I should have worn a Barcelona shirt. Sucker! Put it in the show tweet. I don't know if you saw the sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Sucker! Happened yesterday. We've got some other things to talk about, though. USC, man, what a bunch of idiots. Uh, Lincoln Riley at USC suspended some kid reporter for asking a question or something silly. I'll give you the details later. It is stupid. We will talk about it in the show. We will visit with the incomparable Dan Wetzel, national columnist, Yahoo Sports, about that story, about what's going on with Alabama, about the latest on Mel Tucker, the expectations, and this comes from his own university, that they intend to fire him if the legalese and the process he's playing out allow. A bunch of stuff going on there. We'll talk some baseball and some bad news. Feels like it's only been bad news since the trade deadline for the Angels and Mr. Shohei Otani, we will, as we always do, get into buy or sell with Pretty Daddy at Pretty Daddy CBS on Twitter. Two is finally getting the kind of respect in America that matters most. That's the kind backed by money. We will explain and maybe even sneak in a little NBA. Technically speaking, the NBA season is sort of a week away. Not really, but but training camp begins. Guys are starting to get out there and visit with folks, and Lillard got mic'd up and offered some some candor. Interesting stuff. If you want to call us, 855-212-4CBS, Twitter, SportsRider, Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. People walk up to me all the time, and I'm by that I mean never, and say, Bill, the show's called Rider Than You, and I say, yes, it is. And they say, feel like in your infinite wisdom and your inability to be wrong and you're writer than everyone you should share more often what you see coming because I'm just we're tired of embarrassing ourselves at the water cooler over beers just getting emotionally involved I'm kind of like the guy I don't think there's been a movie but if there there were like a, a dude out there I think he'd be played by Will Smith younger Will Smith who could spot somebody fall in love with the wrong woman and and head off divorce and getting cheated on she takes your car or he takes your car I you know equal opportunity all that it's all good 
can, I, can you spare me the emotional pain? Well, I can in sports. And so I've said to these many people who have approached me on the street and asked me to, to utilize rather than you-isms to help them as sports fans, I got you. We'll do it on hump days. We'll do it on Wednesdays. We'll do it on the longest day of the week. It's going to be a hard message to hear. We're going to start with Cowboys fans and Cowboys believers. This is a perfect, perfect, perfect public service announcement for you. I can't guarantee I can talk clearly, but I can think clearly. I'm going to help you right now. Do not fall for the okie-dokie on the Cowboys again. Do not invest your emotional belief in this team. Do not put money on this team. Stop talking to your buddies like like you know sports, especially those of you that maybe don't. I know if you're listening to this radio network, you probably do, but yeah, I think the Cowboys could be good. No, they can't. The Cowboys can't be good this year. You're going to embarrass yourself. Guys are going to roll their eyes. going to make funny at the end of the year. The Cowboys aren't real. I know. I can hear some of you rolling your eyes. Those of you that, that are too nervous to approach me on the street and say, hey, you're righter than I am if I got the name of the show right. Can you help me? Let me just walk you through it. I understand the Cowboys are 2-0. I recognize that defense has been something bordering on extraordinary. It really has been extraordinary. They're holding opposing teams to fewer than 200 yards per game. It's 193. Got it. Micah Parsons has been an absolute stud. Got it. They lead the league in sacks and in takeaways. And normally I use the caveat, it's two games, but 10 sacks, seven takeaways in two games at a 2-0 clip, outscoring teams, what are they, 70-10, to That would put in big old lights, I believe, in the Cowboys. But here I come to save the day, to protect you. The Will Smith of your emotional sports love, to try to tell you, or your wallet, don't buy in. These guys aren't for real. They are an illusion. Dak Prescott's not going to take you to the promised land. Yes, there is room to look upon the NFC and to see yourself as better than you otherwise might be because this year it's not as difficult a conference. It's just not. It's not. Eagles are really good, maybe great. The Niners are extraordinary. And then you can kind of look out at the terrain and say, I don't know, if things fall the right way in the playoffs, we might be okay. You won't be if you're the Cowboys. You won't be. Before I give you a little history lesson, let me give you Jerry Jones' fault. Now, I don't have Jerry's phone number. Tom, do you have Jerry's number? Are we supposed to extend the rider than you guarantee not to embarrass yourself, emotional sports, helper package to, to owners, or are they on their own? Well, I mean, we've shared our thoughts about Bobby Cakes. I, I suppose we can, you know, Bobby Cakes yeah. extend that same kindness cakes. towards Jerry Jones. All right, I'm gonna get. We're, we're gonna effort getting Jerry because this is Jerry. And what what radio? This is this is what, some radio station. He went on and embarrassed himself. 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. It's a big one. Now I feel bad for Jerry. All right, now Jerry has a lot of money. He owns a team. He's got a bus. He drives around and drinks beer, and life is good. But when you say things like this publicly, and whether it's on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas or, or to your buddies at the bar, wherever you are, you're you're liable to look back and be like, "Why didn't Bill Ryder come to my rescue?" These this is the kind of stuff you. This is Jerry Jones. You don't want to be saying out loud. To take what we were and then adjust to do some things that would really help Dak. Uh, now, that's, that's, you've got to go do that. You've got to uh, technically step in there and do it. Well, you can see, and the way I uh, came, came together out there Sunday, you could see the adjustments that we have made from last year to this year, and you could see the approach and what uh, Dak's trying to do. Uh, but then you could also see some of the things that we benefited from having done with Dak what we've done over the last several years. And all of that would have uh, had to evolve and take some time. So uh, I think uh, Mike uh, 
as of this past weekend, uh, should uh, take a bow, so to speak, because uh, his fingerprints are all over that uh, game the way we played it out there Sunday. Kellen Moore, no Kellen Moore. He was the offensive coordinator. He's gone. It's Brian Schottenheimer, but it's really Mike McCarthy, the Mike that should take a bow, according to Jerry Jones, calling the plays. The only bowing that McCarthy's going to do is bowing out of the postseason if he gets there early on. Yeah, this team might win a bunch of games. I understand Vegas has them as the what fourth most likely team to win the whole thing. They're 8-1 to one behind the Niners, Chiefs, and Eagles. It ain't happening. Don't buy it. Don't believe it. This is your public service announcement. little fun fact for you. It's amazing to me. It it really is. And I am so guilty of this sometimes, how we get just stuck in the moment and we get overwhelmed, recency bias by what is happening right now. I have trouble remembering sometimes who won the Super Bowl the year before or made it to the Final Four or won the World Series. It can take me a few seconds just remember. History shapes so many things, and even recent history is hard to hold on to. So let me refresh your memory and my memory if you're sitting there thinking, I mean, I want to go up to Bill on the street and say, help me be brighter than my buddies, but this sounds weird. I mean, the Cowboys are 2-0, and and the NFC's not very good, and that division is hot. It's a dumpster fire, and the Cowboys and their defense looks amazing. I don't, I don't get it. They're 2-0. and I think, well, here's a couple fun facts. If you beat, and I don't think Roger Goodell has technically gotten this passed by the owners. I think they're going to vote on it, I think. But if you beat both New York teams, there's a movement that accounts as half a win when they're without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you beat Zach Wilson and, and, and Daniel Jones. Those, did you have seven takeaways or did you have seven gifts? The number is somewhere between zero and seven, okay? It's not zero per se, but it's not necessarily seven either. You have beaten two really bad football teams. And I feel bad... I do. I feel bad for the Jets, and they could have been really interesting had Aaron Rodgers not gone down for the year, but he did. This is reality. But it's the history, not just who they've beaten, that tells the tale. Last year, this is the same story on repeat, by the way. If you read Stephen King novels like Tom's always doing, you know that, uh, what is it? Cause a circle? I don't even know what it means, and I read all seven of those damn books. Cause a circle. Is that it? My argument's over? No, you want more? Here you go. Last year, the Cowboys got off to a great start. They were 6-2 and two to start the season. Everybody was screaming about America's team. Tom kept walking into the office strutting like he'd invented the idea of the Cowboys being interesting. They finished 12-5. and five. They actually won a playoff game, and then they lost in the divisional round of the 49ers. Now that win is going to be significant. That was their first playoff win since 2018. Their second since 2014. Why? Because they can't win and don't win in the playoffs. It doesn't matter who the offensive coordinator is. It doesn't matter if it was Tony Romo, my wonderful colleague at CBS Sports, who I've never met, but I celebrate in every way, or Dak Prescott. By the way, Dak, same thing applies. doesn't matter if it's Mike McCarthy calling the plays or not calling the plays. They don't win in the playoffs. But they do get off to really good starts because not just 6-2 and two last year, the year before, they were 6-1. and one. Oh, it's the Cowboys. They're going to do it, everybody. And I tried to go on the show and say, hey, I don't, I don't think so. You're, I don't know, man. They're good. You just hate them. Lost first round of playoffs to the Niners. The Niners then weren't the Niners necessarily now. 2020, we can kind of cross off the list. They got off to a bad start. The Cowboys did us the, the great pleasure of announcing who they actually were early on. That's rare. Dak Prescott got hurt that year, right? And so missed a bunch of time. But let's go back to 2019. 3-0. and Sound familiar? 2-0 this year. 3-0! and Shut up, Ryder! They're going to do it! America's team! Urgh. They finished 8-8. and They didn't make the playoffs. Every single year this happens. 
couple teams start off really well that we overreact to. Knew it. Look at my stupid power rankings. They're usually great. But every now and then, some team will slip in there. It's like a great big burr in my uh, emotional saddle. A lot of horse comparisons this week and not on purpose. And, and we all have teams that will start 0-2 or 1-3 and and that will turn it around. The Cowboys are the version, again, of the team that start off hot and that don't actually amount to anything. And this shouldn't be a huge surprise. They haven't beaten anybody. Had they beaten somebody? Had they actually gone out there and won against a really good team? You know what it would add up to if that actually had happened? Nothing! It's early on. They always do this. But it's the Jets and the Giants. And by the way, here's another fun fact. There's a lot of points to my argument. One is history, two is Mike McCarthy, but three is Dak Prescott. And I know that they put up, again, 70 points over the course of the first couple games. That 40-0 beatdown of the Giants was a humiliation for New York. Dak Prescott, do you know how how many uh, passing touchdowns he has so far this season? Would you like to guess? It's not seven. It's not four. The guy is two passing touchdowns. I know there's a lot of details and reasons why. You kind of get into the, and I know the defense has been extraordinary. Dak Prescott's not that guy. He's never been that guy. So look, if you see me on the street, and I'm going to be in New York City next week. I don't think you're probably going to be in New York City wherever you're listening, but if you are and you see me, you can come up, we can talk. You can ask for a little rider than you help, but I just wanted to just cut to the chase. When you go out with the guys this week, and I'm going to do it tomorrow, one of them's going to be like, the Cowboys are so good. I don't have to be like, you're my friend. I'll order another drink. You're dumb too, though. Here's why you're stupid. Don't buy it. Don't believe it. Don't brag to your buddies how good they are. Don't decide you want to start betting on the Cowboys to win the whole thing at 8-1. to one. Just set your money on fire. Don't do it. If you're trying to you know, date somebody new and you're trying to impress your girlfriend with your sports knowledge because her brothers or whatever, coaches or something, and you get invited to dinner, don't start waxing poetic about those Cowboys are going to win the whole thing, I think, that defense. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. If they win a playoff game, I'll be shocked, and Tom might shave his head. He won't do that, but that's how confident I almost am. They're not going to do the things their record suggests right now they will because they never, ever do. This is who they are. They're not going to change. You're welcome. A little applause. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Rider than you. And if you're a Cowboys fan, sorry. I mean, I get it. We're all passionate. We love our teams. But you should take a page, again, from Rider than you. Just acknowledge your team sucks. My team, the Bears, suck. Your team, the Cowboys, pretend not to suck until it matters. That's kind of who we are, right? You guys are Kirk Cousins. That's what you are as an organization. It's all right. It happens. 855-212-4CBS. All right, you want to... I guess I got two things for you. You want to push back? You want to tell me the Cowboys are going to be amazing? I'm going to be nice about it because I'm a nice guy. You've heard at the start of the show. I'm nice here. 855-212-4CBS if you'd like to defend the honor of the Cowboys or if you just want some other advice. Hey, Bill, what, do I, what should I think about this? Hey, Bill, how can I be righter than my in-laws? Whatever. 855-212-4CBS. I got gotcha. you. We'll get into that, and I'm going to come down hard on Lincoln Riley. And I think I understand this in a way a lot of radio hosts don't, having been a reporter you act like an amateur on things that don't matter, maybe it starts to bleed into your football. Why Lincoln Riley has got to get his act together and a little father update. That is me being humiliated, but I think kind of funny when we come back in a moment here on CBS Sports Radio. Do you ever find that just as you're trying to fall asleep, your brain suddenly won't stop talking about anything in your life? Maybe you believe in the Cowboys too much. I don't know. Do your thoughts start racing right before bed and other inopportune moments? It turns out one great way to 
make those racing thoughts go away, and I have this, to, by the way, is to talk through them. There we can give you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycle and just find some mental and emotional peace, just some rest there. You know, we all have been through some unpredictable times over the past few years, and it's really not a sign of weakness if you need it, and I do, to ask for help. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be It's convenient. It's flexible. Suited to your schedule, just fill out a brief questionnaire. It's very easy to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime. No additional charge. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash writer. That's R-E-I-T-E-R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash writer. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Writer Than You. Mustard is like... Bryce Young. It may at the beginning feel problematic, but if you give it some time, it has the potential to change your life for the better. On CBS Sports Radio. Want to shout out David Eckelberg for calling in. He's a 15-year-old posing as an adult with the immaturity level of a 7-year-old and the vocabulary of a pirate posing as a masculine man. Good luck in life, buddy. Thanks for listening to the show. Bill Ryder with you. What's up? 855-2124-CBS. My feelings are hurt. You said the Cowboys won't be good. Grow up, bro. If you can't get smarter, just listen to the show. We got you covered. Hi, Tom. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Bill. Uh, How was another rendition of Frozen yesterday? The story didn't change. The movie didn't change. The characters didn't change. But my little dude enjoying that movie to no end also did not change. How much do you just hate that film now that's the thing like it is a good movie but i can't watch the same scenes over and over again and he's just in a trance every time and i can't break his heart by saying no so we watch it every time he asks me to watch it so he's not going through the old elsa what's the other one anna uh anna anna conundrum he's he's just all he's all in on olaf all in on olaf well, I hope he never meets Olaf because you never want to meet your heroes. And I learned that lesson the hard way when I used to cover sports day-to-day in the trenches and realized some of these guys, like, uh, I-, I muted him, so I don't know what he's saying on Twitter now, but like Mr. Sensitive, you're a swear word for 
the Cowboys. Sometimes people are really thin-skinned babies. Sometimes grown men act like emotional children and throw tantrums. And that is what Lincoln Riley is doing at USC. I don't know Lincoln Riley personally. I really like the way his teams play football. I'm extremely excited for USC to be relevant and interesting again. The fact they're joining the Big Ten, I'm from the Midwest, that part of the country where I come from and my whole family are Iowa fans, is, is cool for me because I have more of a connection to it than I do the Pac. Are we at the Pac-2 now? The Pac-2, poor Pac-12. But banning some brand-new reporter for doing his job and making it a national story is an act of control freak. Stupidity. It's arrogant, it's unnecessary, it's an overreaction, and it doesn't make sense. Here's the deal. I know most of you don't care because you're, you're not journalists and we've been trained to, to make the media the enemy, but this kid, Luca Evans, didn't do anything wrong. I'll give you the, the scoop here, and if he did, it shouldn't matter. Luca Evans is a brand-new reporter. On July 26, he announced that he had gotten this job with the Southern California News Group, by the way. And he is suspended by USC from their facilities from covering the team for two weeks as if they can dictate those terms. They can dictate who comes to press conferences. They can pull a credential. You can't decide who does, doesn't write for a newspaper about you or your team or your business or your organization. They have suspended him for breaking rules that they set down that, by the way, no, no newspaper or journalist or website or blogger or columnist or radio show or television network has to follow. And those rules include never being allowed to speak to the people you cover without permission, which is stupid, and not being able to use anything that's not in the approved public relations sphere which is not the way that it works. This would be like me making a a rule that football coaches aren't allowed to be mad at reporters. It's dumb. I don't get to set those terms, and if they don't follow them, so what? Now, now what Luke Evans is accused of doing, among other things, accused is such a strong word, the overreaction that USC is having is that Evans overheard a conversation between two players who were about to go to a press conference away from the dais and used it, and they're outraged. Well, a couple things. One, these players are are adults. Secondly, even when college coaches would hide behind the guise of the I gotta protect these athletes, I gotta protect these kids, these kids are very young entrepreneurs who make in some cases millions of dollars a year through NIL. They are professional athletes of a kind. Get over the idea they have to be protected from some grandfather like figure in Lincoln Riley. I have covered every major sport other than hockey for newspapers and websites. And I've been through my fair share of some of these experiences. And I can tell you that that coaches who do this now, the game eventually passes them by. You know who's still around? The reporters that cover you. Be careful who you pick fights with. It's not worth it. It doesn't make sense. I can remember as a, as a Kansas City Star reporter, I worked at the Kansas City Star, and we didn't have a lot of money because we were newspapers. And when I traveled, I was under a lot of pressure from my insane, not very kind boss to come back with... I was expected to sit on the lap of these coaches and hang out. And I went down and hung out with, with Nick Saban, and it went really well. So then everything had to be hanging out with Nick Saban. And I went to see Bob Stoops when he was the coach at Oklahoma. And the guy assured me, Stoops, that he would give me a 15-minute exclusive interview in his office. Flew to this city from Kansas City in order to get this, and the guy blew me off. He said, too bad I changed my mind. So what I did, I, had to, I was going to ask him some tough questions, was walk up to him in a scrum, with a bunch of reporters, asked a difficult question. He got mad. All the reporters laughed nervously. Then I asked four more. He didn't like it. I broke some rule. Well, tough cow manure. 
the deal is the reporters are going to go out there and they're going to try to cover these teams as best they can. And if you love sports, if you love a team, and most of you listening to this probably do, you know that you can't get enough, or at least I can't to my teams, other than the Bears. But really, I consume so much content on the teams that I actually love. I get up early in the morning, earlier than I would here in L.A. for this show, to just read about the teams that I actually care about first. I consume that content. I want the information. And that's what this young dude is trying to do. Go out and report on USC football. I'm not going to play you Lincoln Riley's response. It's absurd. It's, it's hard to make out. It sounds like they made the reporter stand 400 feet away as part of some other stupid rule that they made up. But it's amateur hour. The first time that I ever covered LeBron James, the first game was at Boston in 2010, his first year in Miami. I'd just flown in. I'd never covered the Heat. I didn't know LeBron James. And I walked up to LeBron and another guy before he was going to talk. Like, hey, man. Can I ask you some questions? And he looked at me like I was a crazy person. He's like, no. He's, it was nice, but I was like, no, man, I'm going to talk to reporters in a minute. And then he started having a conversation with Mario Chalmers or somebody. And you know what I did? I pulled out my pen, and I wrote down that conversation, and I used it in my first column. That's what reporters do. They go out there, and they collect information. I know that most of you don't care. I know that it's unlikely in the short term to have any impact on what Lincoln Riley is going to build at USC. But it does show a certain attention to detail that's unnecessary, an obsession with things that don't matter. It makes him look small, and if this is something that you're sweating, that you're worried about, you're going to go after, pick on some, I don't know how old this kid is, Luca Evans looks like Tom, I don't, I'm not making fun of him, because we've all looked young when we're young, he looks like he's 15 years old, he is, I think, 22 years old, and by the way, I looked 11 when I was 22, so I'm not, I'm not judging the kid, going after this guy because he writes for this newspaper group, and the Orange County Register is the main paper that, that you would know, is a joke. And it's small. And it's bullyish. And it teaches USC players that they're above the rules, they're above coverage, they're going to be protected from the most basic actions like talking out loud. I hate everything about it, and Lincoln Riley should be embarrassed. Should be embarrassed, Tom. Nothing's going to happen to Lincoln Riley now, but he should be embarrassed. The very first thing I thought of when I read up on this last night, the very first thing, this is exactly, to a T, to me anyway, what we talked about this summer with the Baltimore Orioles and their CEO, John Angelos, suspending, I use air quotes, on their talented broadcaster, Kevin Brown, for an innocuous comment. It's not like Luca Evans' piece that was published last Thursday was this, like, Big breaking news, like we got information that we didn't. It was harmless. It was harmless. It was informative, but it was harmless to the detriment. It, it didn't. It didn't do anything to USC football. There's no reason for Lincoln Riley to be pouting about this and nobody would have this read guy it. for two weeks. If he, if Lincoln Riley hadn't brought it up, I never would have read the story. Neither would and you wouldn't. And that's a great point about Baltimore. That was ridiculous. But that guy worked for the team. Luke Evans works for someone that covers you. It is not. Our job, and I say our loosely because I guess I, I still cover the NBA, but when I used to day-to-day cover sports, I mean, as a columnist, it's different. I've got a million sources now because people call me. I have an opinion. When you have an opinion, it's a lot easier to get people on the phone because if they don't call you and you're me, you can just write whatever you want. They want to try to manage your anger and frustration or your perspective. The more negative, accurately, to be fair, you are to people, the more you can get them on the phone. It's a weird, it's a weird paradox. Luke Evans doesn't have that. That advantage. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it that much because, A, I'm not sure how much people care, but but I'm going to ride with journalists doing their job. And this is the problem that we have now in 2023, where the notion that somebody asking questions or not letting someone who's not their boss act like their boss means that they have to be humiliated publicly. 
Do you know how hard it is to keep your job in journalism today? To keep your job as a newspaper reporter? How many layoffs there are? So you're going to just strangle in the cradle the career of some young dude because he broke some rule that shouldn't exist in the first place? It's small-minded by Lincoln Riley. It it showcases something about him that is unlikable and and inappropriate and and, and and unfortunate. On on a more important note, Tom, I had a a moment of humiliation yesterday. I, um, I have not played video games. And I mean I have not touched a video game controller since college. So that's a long time. But in college... I was unstoppable. We had a we had a Madden season on my on my freshman year dorm floor at the University of Missouri. I think twenty one of us did it, and we played every single game with twenty one guys. Almost every game is a live game. People would we'd schedule them. I went sixteen and zero and won the Super Bowl. Let's go, Madden ninety. This is how old I am. Madden ninety seven. <laughs> the Seahawks is who I had. I do you remember Goldeneye? You're probably too young for Goldeneye. I, I was, remember Goldeneye. I'm not. So, I got an Xbox, and I downloaded Goldeneye. And first, my, my son Henry's like, this game is so dumb. <laughs> it's like he's watching movies, and Goldeneye is a puppet show I'm doing over on the side. That's how bad he thinks the graphics are. Then we started playing FIFA, and my 11-year-old starts just being condescendingly, but he didn't mean to, like, Dad, I, I think, are you trying to shoot it over, the, over the, the goal by 20 feet? No, Henry, I'm not. Dad, I think you should learn to pass. Yes, Henry, I should. He looked at me for the first time in my life, my son, as he beat me in FIFA game after FIFA game after FIFA. That's a soccer reference. Soccer, for those of you that don't like it. Uh, and looked at me with such withering pity that I didn't know how to respond to him. <laughs> this is your future. Have you had a competitive game with your son yet? So here's what happened. This was two days ago. Yesterday, I didn't have any work to do after the radio show. I, I did watch Barcelona play in the Champions League on, on Paramount, and then I just played FIFA all day. Practiced, did a bunch <laughs> of drills. So let me get this right. You played your son's game yeah. all day while your son was at school to get better so you could then beat your son at then said I game. Then I picked him up, and he's like, Daddy, can we watch we play video games? I go, well, you got to get your homework done. He had it done. And I said, okay, we're going to clean the house for Mommy for an hour. So that this is my strategy, Tom. So when she comes home, she's not mad that we're playing video games because the whole house is clean. So we did that. Great strategy. It, nice it, job. It worked. He kicked my ass. <laughs> Even though you've clearly improved. And I, I mean, I so I'm like, oh, I'll go on. I played strangers online. I played a couple of strangers online, which is really humiliating. People were, like, messing with me. I'm like, okay, but I'm getting better. Yeah, and I, I upped the, you know, the difficulty level. I even broke down and called Stu, Stuart Kovacs, who's, uh, I don't believe he's working the next few weeks, but he, um, he's an associate producer. He's a, he's played, and I'm like, how do I do these things in this game? And he basically sounded like he was talking to a child. Like, this, push this button. My son destroyed me. But you, you got better. You've gotten noticeably, like, you've shown improvement. You know what it was? I, I, I did, but then when I lost anyway, I felt so dejected emotionally and self-confidence-wise that I don't know. It really was a setback. Are you at the point where you don't want to play your son anymore? Hell no. But I might try to, we're going to do a timeout from video games. Wink, wink, good parenting. <laughs> well, I just give I improve. <laughs> got it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Are you a? You probably don't play FIFA because you don't like soccer and I'm not it's a, a fun game. I'm not a FIFA guy. I'm not even a. I'm not even a video game guy. It it is fairly addicting. And speaking of Barcelona, they won five zero yesterday. I know you were curious. A lot of great soccer. There's soccer today. Champion. If you're bored, there's not a lot going on on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Who said I'm bored? I'm watching Frozen and Frozen Two all day. <laughs> oh, you've watched Frozen Two? Yeah, Frozen Two. Big drop off from the first one. I started that once because I thought, okay, I've, I've seen it. I was on a plane or something. 
maybe I should follow up with it. And they went into some forest, but there was a shield, and I, it was so boring. Yeah, it's got to do with the parents. The parents passed passed away don't to, tell me. in I don't the first to... one. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. not a spoiler. I mean, it's been like five years. They're still alive. Don't tell me. I I, I know they're probably. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. I won't tell you. I'm going to watch it on the airplane to New York. Freak out the people now. Why is this grown man watching Frozen? 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. I got, I mean, I got crushed, huh? I don't want to play Stu. I think Stu would beat me 30 to nothing. I'm a little worried about it. Yeah, but it's all Stu does is play yeah, FIFA all day long. You know, he's – his he, talking to him was like talking to – have you seen the, um, the remix of Karate Kid, Cobra Kai? I hate to disappoint you. This is where the dorky guy becomes a ninja, and then he suddenly it's a role reversal. That's what it felt like with Stu. <laughs> that I must have like been it. a great phone conversation. I did like it. I'm like, I got to go, Stu. I got to get off this embarrassing <laughs> phone call. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. We have been singing as loud as we can, screaming from the rafters. Tua Tungavailoa's upside and potential and the capabilities for him to be not good but absolutely great. Like my son is in FIFA. See what I did there, Tom? Finally, some recognition and a surprise reality for Tua's place in the National Football League after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I like the expression Sammy. Get your Sammy and fries. My wife says that, by the way. Sammy. Yeah, Sammy. I have a buddy I work with whose name is Sammy. It'd be weird to be like, oh, well, I'm going to eat a Sammy today. I had never heard anybody say that until I met my wife. A Sammy, like a sandwich. Yeah, 
She calls every sandwich a Sammy. On CBS Sports Radio. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you here on the program along with Tom DeCelestino, better known by the moniker Pretty Daddy. Pretty Daddy, we have been uh, we've been on this tour train for, for a minute now, going back to last year. And Vegas has caught up. According to BetMGM, he is the betting favorite, it's early, early days, to be the MVP. He is plus 500. He's 5-1. to one. Mahomes, 6.5-1. to one. Josh Allen, 9-1. to one. Jalen Hurts, 9-1. to one. Lamar Jackson, 11-1. to one. Love that for two. I love that respect. Can I give you the bet that I think I might make if I were someone else? If I were going to make, maybe I'll put money down. I kind of like at 12 to 1, 15 to 1, 16 to 1. It depends where you bet. But I see it at a couple places right now at 15 and 16 to 1. Trevor Lawrence. Because I guess you just want the money, right? And betting long shots can be thrilling but stupid. I don't think there's enough value for Tua at 5 to 1. I do think there's enough value for, for Mahomes. I, I just worry about voter fatigue a little bit and about the Chiefs maybe. I mean, it doesn't matter how great Mahomes is if his guys can't catch football. He's not going to be able to put up the stats that he needs. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags lost that game over the weekend. The offense didn't look great. They're 1-1. One and one, But I still think they have the potential to be really good this year and Trevor Lawrence to be exceptional. Joe Burrow, 12-1. to one, Although in some places, Burrow is 20-1. to one. Depends where you look because of the injury. Brock Purdy, 22-1. to one. What about Purdy? I don't know that he'll have the stats. He'll have the team record. They'll be, you know, they'll have either the the best record in the NFL, the second best record. I just don't know that. I mean, do you think Brock Purdy's going to put up more than 23, 24 touchdowns this season? I was going to say, even if he had 28 touchdowns, he's not winning the MVP. I would agree. He's got so much talent around him, too, much like Tua. I actually don't think Tua will win MVP. I'm just happy to see he's getting the recognition, even though it is early days. I'm happy to see that the narrative is starting to change for Tua. I mean, look, they should have lost week one. I mean, they won, so congrats. They're not going 15-1. Like, that is the way that you you bulldoze the competition. All right, we'll keep an eye on it. We might talk some more Tua later in the show. NBA season, or at least NBA camp, is coming up here in a few weeks. Very exciting stuff, Mr. DeCelestino. And the Damian Lillard saga, it continues. Dame is a Portland trailblazer. He wants to be a member of the Miami Heat. They're at a standstill. Now, now, now Lillard is almost certainly going to report to camp. He's an absolute pro. But he did do a YouTube show. It is what it is. I love that expression. Most people don't like it. It is what it is. It's a good name. I was going to ask you just a random. What would you? I'm going to ask you. Who cares? Wait on the. What would you name? What would the D cell show be called? Uh, it's got to do something with Pretty Daddy, right? Pretty Daddy today. <laughs> wow, you had that ready to go. Ready to go. Uh, on on it is what it is. Damian Lillard talked about in terms of his legacy how people will view him, how he may be remembered. I'm 33 right now, and I'm, if I'm 38 or 39 and I walk away from the game, they're going to talk about Dame like, oh, Dame was a rapper. Dame, you know, scored the most 40-point games in this stretch. Dame has 70. Yeah. They're going to talk about the accolades when those specific things are a discussion, but really they're going to be talking about Michael Jordan, Bron, 
Steph, you know, Magic Johnson. They're going to talk about those dudes, but I got to do stuff in a way where, like, man, these going to be thinking about me when I walk away until my name becomes a topic. But they, so I got to do what I got to do for me. I got to live my life how I see fit. And, you know, for me, that's do everything I can to give myself a chance to win the championship. And in the process of that, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to run it up. He's right, by the way. That is some self-awareness. No one's going to talk about him unless it's on a graphic when some kid 15 years from now scores 72 points and there's Damian Lillard on the on the graphic. Even if he forces his way to Miami and gets a title, that's not going to suddenly inject him into the conversation in the pantheon of, of NBA greats. But he's got some self-awareness. I, I go to this example all the time because I think it's striking. Nobody brings up Carl Malone unless to bring up the consequences of not winning an NBA championship. And if he wasn't on inside the NBA on TNT, Charles Barkley would probably have the exact same fate. you gotta win, You got to win titles. So he knows it, which makes it, I think, more impressive. And by the way, you're going to hear, I think, in here, shots at some, some contemporaries who have taken a different tact. Yes, Lillard wants to go somewhere else. Yes, he wants to force his way to Miami. But he's not willing. He's from the Bay Area, by the way. He is utterly, as you will hear here on It Is What It Is, that what it is includes the fact that Lillard will not be a warrior. As far as, like, Golden State, like, I respect what what they've been doing over the last eight, nine years or whatever. And I'm from there. Obviously, that's home. But I can't can't go be a part of that. They even won four championships. Like, what, what I look like going to to do that and say, oh, I'm joining my home team. Like, no, somebody that played my position that's, you know, behind LeBron, the best player of this era. You know what I'm saying? So it don't even, to me, that don't even make sense. That ain't, I never do nothing like that. I lose every year before I go. Now, some of that is how frustrated he has been that they passed over him, that they should have known because that Bay Area basketball culture is a Jason kid. Gary Payton, a lot of folks have come out of there, and there's some pride in that to be looked past by the Warriors. And then, I mean, let's be fair, man. The the Trailblazers and Lillard have been curb-stomped again and again and again in the postseason by by, by Golden State. You know what he sounds like? You know Kevin Durant. That's what Durant did, Tom. Do you put an asterisk next to Durant's titles? I still do. I don't think so anymore. I think I, I think I'm letting it go. I think he just won two titles. I know it's been ugly since he left, and he should have stayed. And he said it was purely basketball, and clearly it wasn't. But I think I'm good saying he's a two-time champion with no asterisks. I think it's an asterisk. He gets him. It doesn't matter how you get him. I understand that. That's the way that it works. The guy has n- he has been unable, Kevin Durant, to win a championship without going to the Warriors. Does anybody doubt that Damian Lillard would win a championship if he went to the Warriors? Nobody doubts it, especially during that run. What's the distinction? What's the difference? One guy, after getting curb stomped by the Warriors, joined him. One guy, after getting beat by them again and again and again, refused to. I think it comes down to when we have this conversation about NBA championships, we don't do nuance well, and I say we, as the general NBA community... We don't do nuance well. How many did he win? Two, one, three, four. Great. And that's the end of the story. That's where people want to put the period to end the sentence. But there needs to be nuance in the conversation. Pretty Daddy, you're a pretty big Batman fan. Where is he, right? (laughs) Yes, I am. All right. 
Riddle me this then. What sport, what situation, in what situation is a championship a more significant weight on your legacy? Is it being a superstar in the NBA, with or without one, or a quarterback in the NFL? Wow. I think I think it's still the NBA. And I say still the NBA because I think it started first in the NBA. Because I think it started with LeBron chasing Jordan. I think this, that's where this conversation came down to. Who's yeah. better? Well, he won more championships, so he has to be better. It's, I think it started call. as an NBA conversation. Like Allen Iverson's another guy that never won a championship whose name kind of fades. Who is the best? Here's a, little, here's a riddle for you. I, I, I don't know the answer. Let's think of it together live on the air. It'd be great radio. Who's the best quarterback of this century not to win a Super Bowl? Who's had enough of a career that that is it? Philip Rivers? I get Andrew Luck's an interesting answer. That's a pop. good one. That's a but good he retired, one. so like I, you don't do you get a pass? I don't think you do. You don't get a pass for. It's not a, it's not an excuse, but it does diminish his body of work when you assess his career. It does, and it's just I mean he was clearly he was more talented than Philip Rivers, but Philip Rivers I think you would say had the better career just because he played a hell of a lot longer, had better teams too. Yeah, for sure. Um, does Donovan McNabb count in this yeah, era? Yeah, he's in the conversation. I don't think he's at the top of the list, but he's certainly in the conversation. Matt Ryan has won an MVP. Cam Newton has won an MVP. I think they'd probably be in the conversation. I think Cam's pretty high on that list. But all those guys' names in the history of the sport, to speak about what Lillard is speaking about, fade a little bit. When we're talking about great quarterbacks, when I bring up Joe Burrow or, or Aaron Rodgers, where does he rank? Or, how many, none of these guys even pop to mind. I mean, heck, just last week, Bill, we talked about it on the show that Joe Montana felt the need to call Dan Marino the GOAT because he knows he gets left out of the conversation because he didn't win a Super Bowl. Like, nobody brings up Dan Marino. Joe Montana said, do you realize how talented this dude was? And we don't talk about him enough. I, if I do the, the knee-jerk top five, top ten quarterbacks of all time, I will always throw in Marino, but with a sort of, oh, there's Marino, he didn't win a title. What about Jim Kelly? That dude made 431 Super Bowls and couldn't win one of them. <laughs> Poor guy. That sucks. And I mean, he- Mike... Michael Vick was a game, but he obviously rewrote his narrative on something that has nothing to do with football. And Lillard will fall into that same exact category. Heck, he's never even been to an NBA Finals. Never been to one. He's been to a conference Finals, but it's been a surprise run. It's been an an inevitability that they were going to lose, and they lost to the Warriors. Once or twice. I've been to a whole bunch of those. I've covered a lot of Warriors series, and I've seen the Warriors just toy with Lillard and the Trailblazers several times at different stages of the playoffs. This conversation is the first time that I actually hope he gets traded to Miami. I haven't really been rooting for it. I haven't rooted against it. But I, I do get what he's saying. And I do understand the need. It's In the NFL, you can bring in help, right? The, the margin between a bad football team and a good football team is small. If you're in the wrong market in the NBA, you're, you're, you're up, up a creek without a paddle? Why wouldn't it be a river? Creeks don't have a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Why do you need a paddle in a creek? Or a crick if you're in the south. Or Iowa. Great talk. We're gonna ask we're not gonna ask this of Dan Wetzel. We will ask about Mel Tucker, about USC, a bunch of college football talk coming up with Wetzel next here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.